Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, as you guys can see by the screen, we are going to be doing uh, player tier rankings for the CDL following Major 2. This is uh, something that Kyle and I cooked up. We wanted to potentially do a full-on player power rankings after Major 2 and then after Major 4 heading into Champs as we get more of a body of work in the players instead of throwing them in categories after uh, just a couple weeks of action. So we're really excited to get into this. You guys know this is one of my favorite things to do, debate the players, placement power rankings. We're going to have some tough decisions to make. We only got six players we can put in S, and we've got to find three players to put down in the bottom of the dumps in the F tier. So it's going to be a super fun video, super fun episode. If you're on the audio platforms uh, and you have the ability to, come check it on YouTube. Uh, we'll have a little video version uh, with this episode today. So super excited for that. But before we get into everything, Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, you know, coming off of a great uh, weekend of, or, you know, kind of a week of sports, uh, traditional sports that we just had. We had baseball opening day come back. Um, yeah, and you're the baseball guy. Yeah, and we had uh, the golf, like in golf, we had the Masters tournament, which is uh, one of my favorite weeks of the year. Um, and then we also had, uh, you know, I, I've recently gotten into Formula One, too, and we had the uh, Australian mm. Grand Prix uh, this past weekend. So just a you know, a lot of time spent on the couch and it was, it was kind of crappy weather where I was at, but now like today it was almost 70. So it's like time to get outside again. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, just, I've, I've had a great week. Yeah. It was, it was 60 degrees here today. I walked into work in a winter coat and it was still 20 walked out and I was sweating with my coat on. I was like, this is great. I could, I could get used to this. It's finally getting a little warm. I mean, knowing the way Wisconsin and Michigan are, we'll probably get like a snowstorm next week somehow. Uh, mm -hmm. Hopefully it's still warm. Uh, I actually watched the Masters a bit. I was up north with a bunch of my college friends this weekend. We watched the Masters. Uh, I really like to play golf, but I'm not much of a watcher. But uh, I was mostly just watching for Tiger. Uh, but it seemed like every time I looked at the TV, he was bogeying. And then my friends and I were up north. We started taking drinks and shots for every time he birdied. Uh, and the longer his birdie streak got, uh, the more stuff we did. And pretty certain that the longest streak we saw we were watching was a two birdie streak. It was a rough weekend, but... <laughs> pretty amazing that he was out there yeah i mean all things considered uh yeah having nearly probably almost died yeah uh you know back when he had his car accident uh a little over a year ago uh to have him go out and make the cut at the masters and walk all four rounds pretty pretty remarkable feat yeah unbelievable stuff uh but enough golf you ready to talk some, some call of duty pros yeah, let's piss some people off. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we decided we were going to go with an F tier uh, and we were going to do like a kind of a full on even bell curve uh, and put like maybe six players in F tier. But uh, we really said it's going to be tough to come up with players because I feel like there's a you have to have a special just like you have to be a special tier of player to be in the S tier, like clearly head and shoulders above the rest. You have to be a special tier below in the F tier. Uh, and I feel like in years past when we had some of the really, really bad teams, it was like pretty easy, like year one with like LAG when they were super bad in Paris uh, and even like Seattle, it seemed like it was a lot easier to find some F tier players because they were just so bad. But this year, like even Paris is the bottom team. They're like a lot more competitive than our, our typical bottom team. So it's, it's a little harder to find the absolute bottom of the barrel uh, players, but we're gonna have to put some people down there. So don't get offended. Uh, I'm sure there's gonna be some heavy debate in the comments. There always is in these videos. People like to praise your list. Uh, I mean, We've had the the range of comments on these videos in the past, even when I did them solo from uh, this is the best one I've seen. A few people have said to you're an idiot. This is the worst tier list I've ever seen. So people are always going to be passionate. If we don't have scump and S tier, we're going to get some hate. Uh, 
we know how it goes, but this is one of my favorite things to do. It's going to be going to be a super fun one. Uh, like I said, you guys are listening on the audio platforms. Come check it on YouTube. You can see uh, the tier list in action. Uh, get a good look at what we're doing. Otherwise, if you're on the audio platforms, just try to follow along. This might be pretty confusing. Sometime at the end, we'll probably recap uh, where everybody is. But uh, let's go ahead and hop right into it. We might jump around because uh, these players are kind of randomized. They're probably mostly in alphabetical order. Uh, maybe a little off. Like I see uh awakening is in the front i think that's because when i saved his picture i named it big wake uh, instead of awakening uh but everything's mostly in alphabetical order so hopefully we don't get too much of a grouping of the same tier players but uh we got the numbers next to the tiers uh on how many we're going to put in there so we have to limit it to that uh but we can get right into it kyle uh, first player actually kind of an interesting one because it's actually a debate right now and that's a bz what do you think yeah, about him oh I mean, it's clear. I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that he's been that this is one of his better titles uh, in recent memory and of of at least the CDL era. Um, and he would probably be the first person to to tell you that he he this really isn't this game so far isn't really vibing with him. No, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely you know, his worst title. We've seen him as a pro. Uh, yeah, I, he, I mean, I guess besides World War Two, but Black Ops Four on his worst title. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing like you know. Obviously, you'd expect him to always be right up there with uh, S and D, like his ability to get first bloods. Um, you know, maybe not to the efficacy that he's done before. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, I would, you know, to put him in a in a tier right now, I would probably be comfortable putting him in B tier uh, as it stands right now. Okay, I was really like. I was hoping you wouldn't start out because, like, you know, we know Abizi talent wise is S tier. Like, there's no doubt uh, he's an S tier player talent wise, but I was hoping you weren't going to, like, try to keep him up there. I was kind of thinking, like, A. Um, I can see the argument for B, though, and I like it because you're going bold. You're not going uh, more on history. You're going fully on what you see right now, which is what I like because I think it's pretty easy to get the that kind of, like, safe, safe net feeling in your mind with Abizi because we know how good he is as a player. But currently where he stands right now, uh, he's struggling. And I think that's important to note before we really get into players is how we're ranking this is what they're at right now. Not what we think their potential is, not what we've seen. It's what they are right now, right here, if we're ranking them post-major two, exactly how they're playing. Uh, so I can see the argument for a BZ and B, but I feel like he could be a candidate for us to move up to A. I kind of want to put him in A for now and maybe move him down if we start to see players that are like clearly better. Because I don't, I don't think it's wild to put him in A. Are you good with that? Yeah, I just I I think personally that he's gonna get towards either the back of A or the top of B. Yeah, that's kind of where I see him too. But I, I don't know. I feel like we we got to put him in A until we clearly start to see a lot of players go ahead of him, and then I'd be good with it. But I'd agree he's in the A B like teetering range right now. So I'm gonna slide him up there, but I can definitely see him moving down. We can kind of order them a little bit how we want on, uh, like put him towards the back of A if we think he's there. Uh Next guy up, accuracy. This is an interesting one because uh, his team has been really up and down. They were so high before Major 1, then kind of towards the back half of Major 1, they kind of started to tail off. Even into the beginning of Major 2, they tailed off. And then at, at Major 2, they hit a real high high. I mean, if Mac doesn't get like food poisoning or whatever he had, uh, we might have potentially seen Surge make a run uh, to like top three. Who knows? I, I don't know what they would have lost to... LAG had Mac not gotten sick. I mean, they were in a round 11 against FaZe and could have easily been in the winner's finals. So 
kind of a crazy situation for Serge at the major. Lamar honestly has been kind of the steady one this year. Uh, Mac's been their best player, but Lamar has been extremely steady. So I don't know. The first thing I thought was B tier. Yeah, I'd be comfortable with B, uh, at least based off like, you know, team. You have to take into account like the team performance too. And we've Mm -hmm. seen them kind of, uh, they bounced back obviously in this most recent major um, coming in uh, fifth or sixth, right? They finished five, six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely, I mean, we've seen them be, you know, super low and, you know, a, a lot of the times we were saying, you know, if it wasn't for accuracy, you know, icing up in S and D, they could have like gone winless in stage one or something. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'm comfortable with B tier. I think he's, uh, you know, he has a lot more intangible value than, you know, maybe his statistics would show. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I feel like, B-tier. And, and in terms of those intangibles, I feel like of all the players in the league that are kind of like your IGL role, I feel like he's the most influential one so far this year because he truly does have a team of just pure raw talent with not a lot of experience. Uh, he's really the only guy with the experience. So I feel like his leadership intangible is maybe like the most impactful of all uh, the players that you'd consider like the IGL role in all the teams. So I feel like that also bumps him up a little bit. I don't necessarily know that he's high in B tier, but I'm comfortable putting him there for now. Uh, all right, next guy, Afro. Uh, this to me is where we start to get into the debate of a borderline S tier player. I don't know if you agree with that. I don't think I'm ready to put him there unless maybe we get along and we realize there aren't as many players there as we think. But I feel like Afro is easily an A because I think at this point uh, he's been a better player than a BZ up to this point. So I think yeah, he's that, easily I mean, A. I don't know how you feel about the AS debate. I, I was gonna put him in B tier to be completely honest. Really? Uh, thus far in the game, I mean, I think we're kind of going. I think, I mean, I, I kind of jotted out some like where I would put people right now, uh, and he did not. He was gonna be first up in my B tier, uh, but I mean, just based on the game as it stands right now, and you look at like statistics and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean. When when you said S tier, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a long video. Hmm. Uh, so I I don't know. Do you want a reason for him being in like a borderline S tier? Because I just don't see it right now. I don't think he's. I don't think he's S tier. I was saying I think he's in the A tier. I can see where you can make an argument for S tier because of his early performance. He's been not as good as of late. Uh, but I feel like his early game performance carried him into at least upper B at the very least. Uh as well as London's good performance at major one. Now they didn't perform as good at major two. And he's a part of that, which is why I can also see the argument for B because their best player at major two is pretty clearly zero. Uh, so I can see a world where Afro's in B. Uh, the only reason I was saying a is because as of now we have a BZ and a, and I feel like uh, in this game, Afro has been better than a BZ, especially yeah. as of late. A BZ was abysmal, uh, especially in the grand final. So for that reason, since we have a BZ there, I kind of wanted him there, but at the yeah, same well, time, like I said with the BZ, I can kind of also see him in B tier. Yeah, I mean, to me, in, in my initial thinking, I was going to have a, a BZ further back in B tier than Afro. Um, okay. Because, I mean, you kind of, I mean, at least for me, it's like if you're doing this after Major 2 and we're kind of taking into account both, uh, you know, performances and where you, you kind of have to look at, you know, some crude statistics too just to see like where people are uh lining up it's like 
Uh, he's not. He's kind of like fringe top ten in like a few categories, but other than that, he's sitting in like the teens. Yeah, uh, the teens almost to twenty. Um, I mean, he's carrying on the year. He's carrying a one point oh five uh, overall KD. So I mean, I, that's that is you know, uh, I think that's about tenth or eleventh uh, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that. So he's clearly like picking up his slang. Um, or he's, you know, he's holding his own slang. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I would have him towards the top of the B tier, uh, personally, because I mean, I, I'm kind of reserving some A tier spots for people that are like having individual, like shine performances, like Donnie Temp or like a methods or somebody like who yeah. as of right now are having like really solid years. Um, yeah, I guess. Maybe I'll drop oh, a BZ down right below Afro and we'll all keep them all in B tier. And they and Afro could be like towards the front of our B tier as a potential move up if we don't get a lot of clear A's above them. Yeah, I mean, D, I mean, we can always come back when we're, you know, getting close to the, our number cap on each category and say like, okay, who do we think is kind of wavering? Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I just don't I just don't see A for Afro right now. Okay, I'm I'm good with it. I'm gonna drop a BZ down on our list, but uh, behind Afro and keep the three players we have so far all in B tier, uh, and we can reevaluate if we need to start moving people up. But I'm comfortable with him being towards the top of B because, like you said, we are ranking them based on like after major two what our feelings are on them right now. And I would say if this was a post major one, Afro would have been a clear A tier player. Uh, but now, like like you said, major two, the whole stage two was a little bit down for him uh, compared to what it was in major one. So I can I can see the the world where you put him towards the top of B. Uh, next player on the list, though, Arcides. Where where are you thinking with him? Yeah, this is. I mean, Arcides always kind of get kind of gets the rub of the green here. Uh, you know, with you know people aren't too high on him. Just well, he usually just gets overshadowed cause yeah, because yeah, teammates he, just take all the stats. Exactly. So it's kind of hard to suss out where he should fall. Um, in the greater scheme of things, uh, we've kind of seen like a downish year for ARs so far, where they're not really like getting the one point twos, one point threes at yeah. the very at the very top end. Um, yep. But you have to also take into account that you know he's been the main AR on his team that's been to two grand finals, and you know, yes, they've lost both of them, but they're having very consistent performances. He's also been making a lot of really clutch plays this year in search and destroy specifically. Yeah, he, he yeah, he has. Um So I don't I don't know. What do you what are you thinking on Arcides? Um like I, to get your your take on that. I feel like in a way I think he like in terms of the phase team cuz I think the two phase players we have left now that Arcides and Abizi are about to be off the board. I think both face players left are probably well. I mean, one of them is guaranteed S tier, and the other one is uh, probably S tier. If not, he's top of A. So, like, we know the other two face guys are the two best players on their team so far this year. I think anybody would say RCDs and Abizi are the bottom two on their team uh, so far this year. I feel like I think RCDs has been a little better than Abizi though. So, at the very least, I think he should be above him in B tier, if not the bottom of A. I feel like he's like a teetering A B player to me. Yeah. I would- I was gonna say the same. I'm I'm comfortable leaving. I mean, I I know this is like four straight B tier players. Yeah, it's kind of a wild start. Um, They're in alphabetical order, so it's kind of random. Though. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll roll the dice and go like middle of the pack next or something. But uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I do think RC's has been better than Abizi. Um, 
so yeah, I'm comfortable with putting our cities like ahead of him and B tier. Yeah, we'll throw him behind Afro ahead of a BZ for now. It, it's it seems doesn't it just seem so weird to see a BZ and Arcides in B tier though? Like we're so used to guaranteed a BZ and S tier throwing Arcides at the top of A or at the bottom of S. Like they're always just like so dominant, but this year they've they've been more vulnerable than we're used to. I mean, granted, they have been to both grand finals, so it's not like they've been bad, but it's just so odd to see them. Uh like we're not even debating either of them as S tier players, which is like wild because we know what their ceiling is like and what they normally are. Uh, you want to pick a random player to dive into right now, or you want to just keep going in alphabetical order? Because we just happen to have all the B tiers at the top of the alphabetical order. Yeah, let's uh, let's pick a guy from Florida. All right, the first one I saw uh, when I looked down here caught my eye right away was Dave Patty. Oh, this is this is really interesting for me. Uh, he so, was unreal at the second major. People were going crazy for him in the crowd. My friends are like the biggest Dave Patty stands ever now. Yeah, so I mean, Dave, I mean, he's been really, really good. Uh, when we look at our, uh, you know, top overall KDs, he's at, uh, I think he's number eight or nine here. I'm just yeah. trying to like 1.07, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, when I was jotting out my like, early ideas i was like having him be a fringe s tier player right now um he if he was to be an s tier he would definitely be at the very back end of it or the very like in my eyes the top of the a tier um i like i know that i know that's a lot of recency bias on that because like florida was just so like Mm -hmm. they had such an identity crisis to start off where we didn't know who they were and like, you know, they have like three or four ARs on their team. Like, what are they doing? Um, hey, but like, even the whole, like you say, recency bias, but if you sort his stats by just major one qualifiers and major one, he's fifth uh, with a 1.08. Uh, and even if you just like sort by just major two qualifiers, major two tournament, uh, he has a, where is he? A 1.07. So 1.08, 1.07, he's been consistently good KD-wise in both stages. Uh, he was Florida's best player, apart from maybe the Optic series when Skies was unreal at the second major. Uh, Dave Patty in that series against LAG when they got eliminated was trying to drag them on that Desert Siege. He dropped like 14 or 15 kills. He was like 0.1 seconds away from killing the guy off bomb and clutching a 1v4. Uh, it's a lot of recency bias, but like we said, we're ranking where we feel about them after major two. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to go S tier. I know you said borderline and I don't hate it. Uh, I feel like I should hate it, but I don't. Uh, but I just think he's probably behind two other main ARs in my mind. And I feel like we're not gonna be able to put three main ARs in the S tier. So that's kind of my argument to why I believe he's a, cause I think for sure dashy is ahead of him as a main AR. I think you can make the argument for methods cause he's been extremely mm-hmm. good, especially on uh, yeah. stage two. So I kind of feel like we have to put Dave in A. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, let's drop him in A and just see where we go from uh, there. But I feel really good about giving this man some respect because even us, we were kind of bashing him early in the year. I feel like everybody's been bashing him, but I mean, the guy has been undeniably great this year uh, since Florida's early struggles. Uh, I don't think Florida's out of the woods by any means yet in terms of potentially struggling this year, but I really like what I've seen from Dave recently. Mm-hmm. You want to pick another random guy out, or should we go back to the top of the list? Uh, let's go with somebody from New York. All right. It's gonna be the first guy I see again. Uh, and it's Crim6. <laughs> oh, this is, 
thick six, man. Uh, He's on the way up, I feel like. Yeah, he definitely, I mean, yeah, I I would say he's definitely on the way up. Uh, It's tough. It is. I mean, given that they've had so many struggles, uh, you know, early on, um, and now it seems like they're kind of pulling it back a little bit. Uh, but Krim has definitely been like a, a more One of their, the same what, what are you what are you thinking? I'm thinking to move him. I feel like he's a he's a moving candidate, but I feel like put- Putting him in C, he was in a flex role. He was running a sub, heading into champs. I think if we have Krim in C now, we could see him easily up in the B, like top of B tier, because I think the team is going to get. Continue to perfectly average, like top C. All right, you want to go with uh, the superstar from Paris or one of the randos? <laughs> I mean, we can we can address the Donnie Temp question right now. I I think earlier sooner than later we should. Okay, well Donnie Temp is clearly um, an A for sure. Oh yeah, I would say um, uh, it's just a debate of is he S or A. I think he's A. I think he's A. Um, definitely in the in the upper half of A. Um, he's he's the reason they're relevant. Yeah, and I mean, there's even been people not named us that have been questioning whether a team should go buy them out. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, Paris would be willing for the you, right price, I bet. <laughs> and I mean, he, you might have to just like, uh, like just take a flyer on him having like a one game wonder, like where where you know Donnie Temp is a very like he's a very solid player, like title to title, but like you know one players you know find a game that's like their own like mm-hmm. you, you you can look at like octane from modern warfare when he was like people were saying he should have been an mvp candidate even though their team was like complete cheeks um yeah or you have or you have like a donny temp uh vanguard situation where you know he's you know if you get him off of this paris team you could just unlock like he, he could be a a top S tier player for all we know, but you know, yeah. being in Paris is hampering him. So I'm very comfortable putting him in a tier. I have him slotted in right now, right ahead of Dave in the A tier. Uh, and I think what you said was spot on Kyle. Uh, he's a very solid player. That's never going to be a bad player, 
but then he randomly has his titles where he like starts to approach that superstar level player. And it like that perfectly sums up his career. He comes on the scene uh, under 18 and AW. He has some superstar moments playing with uh slasher hook and classic. They have like the team that is like second place machines. All they do is get second place towards the end of AW. Uh, he gets bumped out of the league in black ops three for age restriction uh, comes back for IW champs at the end of the year. looks very good. Uh, and then World War II comes around. He becomes that really good player, you know, solid player. But like on Envy, Echo Fox can't really find his footing as a superstar. Black Ops 4 comes around. I think that's still to this day easily his best game. He was a literal like potential top five player in that game. Uh, move on to MW, you know, same thing on New York. He's a good player. Move on to Cold War. Same thing, you know, Thieves, uh, Paris. He's a good player. Uh, and then you move into this year. He's a superstar. So like what you said is spot on. He always finds his way to be a good player that you're going to be like a, you know, a B, C tier player. Uh, and then every once in a while, he bumps himself up to an A, maybe an S like Black Ops 4. So that's perfectly said. Uh, I think he's top of A. And if we start to struggle to find guys in S tier, he's a potential bottom of S candidate. Are you on board with that? Yeah, let's. Uh, how about you pick a team and then I'll pick the player? <laughs> All right. Uh Trying to look at who we have. Uh, let's go somebody with the Thieves. All right, let's get Kenny off the board. All right, my guy, Kenny. Uh, another guy that uh, kind of like an Abizi, very good start to the year, has started to slow down recently. Um, didn't play the best at Major 2, but like he, he's like a BZ. We know how good he is. We've seen a lot from him at times and not nearly enough from him at times. So he's an awkward player to rank because once again, uh, most times you're probably going to find Kenny in the A tier, uh, maybe once in a while in the B tier, and a lot of times you're going to find him in an S tier. Uh, he's not up in that S tier clearly right now, probably not even in the A tier right now. Um, so it's another guy that's going to be really weird to rank, but based on recent stuff, I feel like he's uh, got to be somewhere in that middle of the pack range with these other players, like a BC. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Uh, we could put him in like the very top of C. And then, you know, kind of fluctuate when we get more people, when we get more population in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just the the parody of the Thieves thus far has been one where it's like, oh man, like stage one, they looked like, wow, like Kenny Envoy looked like they could be A tier players. Uh, Draza looked like an S tier player at times. And then now they all look like they're like B, C, D range almost. Um but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm looking at here. It looks like I think Kenny had a 0.83 overall in major two and a 1.04 in major one. So like we saw the Kenny that we know and love early on in the year, but like recently it's been a little bit more of a struggle for him. I agree with the top of C. It pains me because everybody knows Kenny's my favorite player in the league. Uh, so there's a little personal bias there, but I mean, stats don't lie. Oh, and five for their team in the qualifiers doesn't lie. Like, Right now, a lot of the Thieves players are at a lower point uh, than we would expect because we know the players in this team are all high-caliber players uh, that truthfully have that AS tier potential, but they aren't there right now, so I agree putting Kenny atop C. Uh, let's go back to the beginning because I see somebody on a team we haven't done, and I see Asim. And I kind of know want to know what you're thinking with him. Uh, recency bias obviously bumps him up because he just won an event, and you could argue he was the MVP. I know Spart's the guy that actually gets the, the MVP trophy, but... Uh, Asim was unreal at this tournament. He was so good. I uh, kind of felt like the hype man for his team. I feel like uh, we're in a discussion of a potential A tier player here. Yeah, I was going to go A for Asim. Uh, yeah. I think I'll throw him in there. I'm going to put him behind the two in there right now, though. That's fair. I mean, I don't 
like I feel like when we start like you know splitting hairs at the very top, it's like oh yeah. man, like whatever. Uh, but I I really like Asum uh, in A tier. He has a straight up 1.0 KD on the year. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's looked. He's been making a lot better plays in my eyes. Uh, yeah, just I based felt- on like I mean whether it's S and D or you know hard point just making correct reads and plays uh mm-hmm. his presence on the map seems like it's like maximized over you know when we first saw him or you know when i first saw him in modern warfare he was just head bashing into hills and like not even getting a kill and just dying yeah um and then you know obviously his progression over the last few years has been you know a con a continuous uptick uh so i i'm very happy with his performance thus far. And I, I think he's, I think he's deserving of an A tier. I wanted to mention too, when you were talking about like, you think he's gotten consistently better at uh, like making a smarter play. I just think it was so funny because you're 100% right. He has, but then there was like the one game where he did a little bit of a flashback ASIM from early BO4 when he first burst onto the scene, uh, when he had like 40 something deaths in that Tuscan control. And they were trying to close out the series. He went like 26 and 42. I think it was, uh, where it was like, you need to slow down. You were just going way too fast. And he just was go, 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 go. And it was like old school ASIM. So uh, like seeing that reminds you just of how much better he's gotten. Because that used to be him every game. He used to just be running and getting 40 deaths in every respawn. And just like he had no uh, sense of like kind of like the change of pace that you need to be an elite sub. That Somebody like Zuma always talks about that change of pace. You need to know when to go, know when to stop. Uh, and ASIM's starting to figure that out. And it's scary because we're seeing how much raw talent he has as a slayer. Uh, he's always been more of like the entry dirty work guy. Uh, and he's still doing that, but we're starting to see his slaying talent. Uh, and I feel like a 1.0, like you hear that and you're like, is he really an A tier player? Only a 1.0. But like Kyle, you know, his impact on the map with the way he plays a 1.0 is like a 1.1 for most players. Like he, he is so up in your face, making himself have so many tough engagements, so much tough gunfights. Uh, Cause he's always going in first. So like a 1.0 for him, if, uh, if you know what I mean, is like a lot better, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree that he's definitely like, you know, having more of an impact than a 1.0 would say, like maybe like a 1.1 or something like that, you know? like Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've got a, a player for most teams up on the board. One team we don't, Optic. You want to grab somebody from Optic? Yeah, let's talk about uh, the Illy situation. Yeah, probably the, like the, the lowest the most difficult player on Optic. One, yeah. Probably the lowest because I feel like you've got uh, two clear S tier players, in my opinion, on Optic. I think we know who those are. Uh, and I feel like Illy, like post major one, especially post that grand final, he was a clear, almost A tier player. Uh, but he really struggled. I think he may have posted, if you just look at major two alone, I think he may have posted the lowest KD at the entire tournament of all players. Uh, I have to fact check that quick. Uh, oh, I'm wrong. He was like, sixth worst at a 0.86 so uh still not great um and when you look at overall uh looks like he was in major two including the qualifiers he was at a 0.94 so still not amazing but we know uh illy is definitely the lowest uh caliber slayer on this team typically like he is always like career around a 0.9 so like it's not like he's way below his average but i feel like at uh the second major especially especially when we're talking uh recency like we have been uh, so far in this episode, Illy has been a little bit more down recently uh, than earlier in the year. So I feel like he's bumped down to B in my mind. Yeah, I was going to say 
like that that the middle fifty percent. Uh, I I think B is deserving just because you know yes, Optic did get bounced out earlier than they would have liked to be in Major Two. I feel like, but they they were the consensus like number one team coming in. Um, I I still feel like it's hard to rank the teams in that regard just because we saw so many like you know a, a very high parity in results like you had like mm-hmm. an lag go out and win the thing um so i would say yeah b b is good uh, i was gonna say like either b or c uh like right in the middle 50 percent like either like middle pack of b to middle pack of c you know yeah i like him in b just because i feel like we have to show some love for how good oh, yeah. he was exactly uh in major one and i also think we got to show love to like one like we said that intangible leadership and i feel like all right so we had a weird cutoff there talking about illy um i feel like we have to keep him in uh the b tier instead of the c because of his intangibles and leadership uh the search and destroy i mean optic is probably the most consistent in search and destroy they're not the best search and destroy team but they're towards the top half of the league uh, and they're the most consistent we've seen them in a while. They don't have the crazy high highs and the crazy low lows that we've seen in the past. And I feel like a lot of that can be attributed to Illy, in my opinion, because we know how great of a search and destroy mind he is, probably in some combination with the Eshi. I feel like they have helped to transform optic search and destroy. So got to give him some credit for that. Uh, and for that alone, I feel like that bumps him up into the B instead of the C tier. All right. Let's go back to the rocker uh actually to the first time to the rocker but to back to the beginning of the list with attach uh another weird guy to rank because team wise they haven't been playing very well but i think you could argue he's been the best player on his team so far this year uh i mean that's not a definitive thing but like when you do look at overall kds for the entire year uh attach does fall at what is that uh seventh yeah. 1.08 so uh kd wise he's been very good he's been specifically good in uh search and control but also not shabby at all in hardpoint with a 1.05 uh, i feel like as we've seen him pull out the ar he's been very good we know what he brings to the team in terms of leadership uh clutch factor we know whenever you got him on a team a series is never over because uh, he is the reverse sweep king but i don't know he's definitely another guy uh i mean and once again it feels like we're putting a lot of guys in that bc tier but We've got to get 13 in each, but he feels like another guy that is teetering between the two. I was going to almost have him just on like being the shining example from the rocker. Maybe this is like my attached love coming in, but I was almost going to have him like the bottom tier or the bottom of A or like anywhere from there to like the middle of B. I feel like I feel more comfortable with B. You look at the guys that we have in B, and I, I would say that, like, Attach is definitely, like, you know, he's held a candle to the, all those guys so far. Um, so I, I, I'm fine with swallowing my Attach pride and putting him in B. Um, but I, I, I just don't see him any lower than that. I mean, because obviously all the, the, the other three Rocker players are going to be below that. So uh, just kind of speaking to their struggles thus far this year. Um, but I, I feel like he's definitely got to be at least in, like, the upper half of the B tier, just based on like what he's been able to to do this year from like just the statistics and like you know being the the one the one guy on Rocker that's actually like pieced together some respectable stats. Yeah, well, let's throw him in B tier. I agree with that because he, once again, he's seventh overall in KD if you include everything for Major One and Major Two. 
he's been very good this year and clearly like you said their shining star kind of shocking you would have figured coming into the year that it would be standy again but attached has been very good this year uh hard to argue against that and and we know everything he brings uh intangible wise we don't have to talk about that uh but we can move on to let's get our first ultra player in there i'm seeing bands at the top of this list let's let's, let's throw bands in there um we're gonna start to get our, our middle down here uh and then build up sna so bands where do you think where do you think he falls i feel like when you look at Toronto, it's a lot of players that we know have a lot of talent, but have been kind of underperforming overall this year. Uh, I feel like I almost like my initial gut reaction for Bant says C tier, but it kind of kind of hurts. Yeah, I mean, just based on how Rocker has been for a while now. Um, or Ultra. Yeah, yeah, sorry, how Ultra has been. Uh, misspoke there. I'm still sad that we put attachment. <laughs> down there uh in b but um yeah bands has got to be in c tier at, at the very best i mean uh i feel like a lot of these ultra players are gonna fill out like the c-ish tier maybe even d um if we get there but uh yeah i mean they have not been good uh Bans, so weird you know he started off the year very you know you could almost say that he was the best player on their team um you know, he still does bring a lot of intangibles. Like you can tell on minimap that he's trying to make the right plays. Um, it's just yeah. not, it's just not happening. Uh, so I, I would definitely say that, you know, he's probably right now. I mean, him and insight are probably the best of the ultra. Yeah, it's so weird right now. So um, weird. And, and Cami and Kleenex are probably picking up the, the rest of the slack. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm comfortable with C tier for Bands. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, it's Bands is the lowest KD in the team overall at a point eight nine. Uh, but we know once again he's one of those guys that isn't all KD. He's bringing a lot to the team in terms of leadership. And like you said, when you watch the minimap, he is always trying to make the correct play. Uh, most times he's going to make the correct play. He's an S tier mind for the game, that's for sure. Uh, but right now the team isn't piecing it together, which I think is causing him to have more statistical struggles. Uh, and the team is just like you said ultra such a weird spot but here we sit uh and Bance is in seats here all right let's head over to boston you want to take one of the rookies or you want to go with one of the vets let's get tj haley out of here tj 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 where is he? he's down here in the bottom man that's another guy that is like so weird because it feels like ever since World War II, his career has been the same. It's like at times you feel like he's uh, maybe like a, a top A, B tier player. At times you feel like he's a D tier player. Uh, he's very up and down. Oh, man. I mean, looking at his overall KD on the year, uh, where is he here? I can't even find him on here. Uh, he, he's sitting at a point nine four. Oh, yeah. There he overall. is. Point nine four overall. Uh we know the role he plays is a lot of times dirty work, but he's kind of switching out this year as he uses an AR a little more. Um, he's a really odd player to rank to me. My initial gut actually says C tier. Yeah. Because uh, I kind of, maybe when we get into some more talks about rosters, if we see stuff, I have some thoughts on the Boston roster. Um, nah, shout out to Aches. Uh, if you know, you know, I, I might have some words to say for the Boston roster, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh but I don't necessarily think TJ is the problem, but I also don't think he's like a super answer for them. Uh, I just feel like he is kind of in my mind where like Bance is right now. Just like a, he's a good player. He's not really necessarily the issue with his team, but he's also not really the solution. He's just kind of there being a solid player. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, obviously he's, you know, if, if he's not going to perform in search, then, you know, really what there might be better options, but, you know, he does, he is bringing a, uh, a 1.06 in, uh, overall S and DKD, which is, uh, within the top 12, 13 players. I'm just like crudely counting this out right here. Um, and you know, he's, uh, he's kind of middle the the second half of middle uh tier in in his hard point stats um so yeah i would say c tier is probably no higher than i could put tj right now yeah and we know boston's very good at search and i gotta believe that a lot of the shot calling and a lot of the mid-row adjustments are on tj because we know he is historically one of the best search and destroy players not only um in recent memory but really of all time he's one of the best all-time search and destroy players uh over the years because we know he came up and he's like the original S D kid uh he was like the really the first one to hit the league and he was very successful right off the rip and he's been successful he's four or five time champ uh and he's continued it on so we know what he brings in S D. I feel like he's a, a reason that breach uh kind of carry their their gameplay through S D. so I, I feel like C is fair for him uh let's go back to Paris Let's start to fill at the bottom of the list a little bit. Uh, there's some players in there that are towards the bottom. Let's go with Jimbo. What are we Man. thinking about Jimbo, Kyle? Is is he kind of a he, shoe in since we have to get three guys in the F tier? Yeah, you kind of got to just. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really want to spend too much time on it, just because like you know these guys don't need their names like dragged through the mud. No. Um. So yeah, I feel like F tier is probably. Although fair. to be fair to him, he ha- he has shown improvement. Yeah, I mean, he does have individual maps, uh, you know, individual, I mean, but, you know, we'll just need to see a little bit more consistency and he can easily, I mean, if Paris starts getting some results and he's, you know, contributing his fair share, um, you know, we could see him move up. But, uh, you know, as of right now, probably got to be F, right? Yeah, and, and Major 2 only, he's at a .83, which is tied with Kenny for third worst. Uh, he's only ahead of Draza and then Clay, and Clay only played one match. So he's really like second to last. Uh, in overall major two KD, which is the only um, stage he played in. He obviously didn't play in uh, stage one. And in the beginning of stage two, I will say he's not a guy that's in F and trending down. He's in definitely the guy in F that's trending up because he showed some flashes. He also played very well in their series against London at the major. Actually, um, he had one map there where I'm pretty sure he almost went double positive and he really popped off. But we had to make an F tier just to make it fair and make a little bell curve here. So somebody's got to get in there. And I feel like, you know, that's where he belongs right now. Uh, but like you said, we don't want to drag anybody's name like crazy, so we'll, we can move on to the next player. Um, let's go back up to the top, and let's go with Big Wake. Uh, I have some opinions on Big Wake. Uh, I know that his talent's absurd. Uh, I know I've heard Nameless, and a lot of people always talk about him backing off cuts and you know playing for kills sometimes. Uh, I also feel like he really wasn't great at the major, uh, not talking about qualifiers, but specifically the major, I really didn't think he stood out to me that much. I thought Skies and Dave Patty were clearly uh, more impactful and better than him. He was at best their third best player, so I'm maybe not as high on Big Wake as a lot of people are. Uh, if you kind of sort these these breaking point stats by just the major, uh, I feel like Big Wake's probably going to be somewhat down there. I know he had a couple pop-off maps. Uh, but he's sitting at a 1.01 overall, which for him, we know uh, he's kind of like a roaming slayer for their team. And he's usually just picking up kill after kill. So 
to me, Big Wake is probably in B because of how good his stats have been overall, but I don't think I can ever put him that much higher than that. That's kind of sad right now. I mean, I just, in every statistical category, he's, I mean, in, in a lot of like the, the slay heavy ones, like hard point slaying and just overall KD through one and through major one and two, he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's a clear S tier player in that regard. Um, but I mean, I feel like you could make cases for him being anywhere S, A, or B. Um, just based on like if you're only looking at numbers or if you're looking at like, you know, his land performances in specific. Um, so I'm not really it's it's hard for me to really make a, you know, assessment on what to do with Big Wake here. Um, you know, he's carrying uh, land. If you just look at land performances, he's got a one point one four. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he he is bringing slang to land and he's putting up uh i mean he's top five in land hardpoint kd uh i i i i can't i i can't you know reasonably make a, a b tier push for him i mean he's got to be an a tier um i you know i i don't th- i think i look at the three players we have an a tier and i think he's a tier below them but yeah, that, that that's also fair. I mean, when you start comparing him with like, would you rather have a summer big wake? Would you rather have, you know, Temper big wake or Dave Patey or big wake? I I would stay the guys that we have in a tier. I'd rather have them over big wake right now. But like, I'm also taking Afro RCD's BZ attach Illy over him in the B tier. I mean, you're kind of banking on them to have a better second half of the season then. I just don't like like the thing that's telling for me is the fact that Big Wake is fourth in overall KD with a 1.13. His teammates right below him and Dave Patty and also Skies is basically tied with Dave Patty. They have that many good KDs and they're still what seventh or eighth in the standings. Yeah, but they're yeah, but I mean that that kind of goes to like their you know if we were to give to give their team like a report card, we're just saying that they're not playing the game the proper way. Like they're and, focusing way too much on slang and they're not converting the slang into wins. I mean, yes, they did finish top four. At the most recent major, um, but that was also like you know where you didn't have an optic and you didn't have, you know, some of your other, you know, quote unquote powerhouse teams in there. But you know, if you take the opportunities when they present themselves, you gotta you gotta tip it. Um, I I mean I guess I'm comfortable putting him in B tier, um, but because I, I see it, at it, least it, it, it's gonna make me toss and turn at night. So. Might I see well at least four it. more players I want to put in A for sure. Might as well do it and just get it over with, I guess. Yeah, I he's definitely like a candidate, like I said with Afro earlier on. Like maybe maybe we can look into moving him into the A tier if we start to not have enough players there. But like I'm looking at some players that are gonna be coming up and I see at least four more that I want to put in the A tier. Uh because I think they're clearly better than him. I just I I feel like Big Wake is one of those guys is that he's a very good player. He's got a lot of talent. He has a very good feel for the game as well. His instincts seem to be on point, but like so many times we see him putting up massive numbers and his team is losing. And there's a reason for that. We see guys uh, like a simp put up massive numbers all the time and his team is constantly winning. Granted, players around him are better, uh, but in any situation he's been in, he's been winning because he puts up impactful numbers. Uh, He's always around the objective. He's always playing smart. Uh, and I feel like at times Big Wake is more playing for kills, which at times you need to. Uh, at times there's a time to slay and a time to play the objective. I feel like Big Wake hasn't found that balance yet, which is 
making him a B tier player in my mind instead of an A tier player uh, when I know he has that A tier talent. So he's definitely a very debatable player, though. I, I don't think it's wild to say he's an A by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I don't know. For now, I want to keep him in B. Uh, who are we moving on to next? Let's get Selium uh, off the board. Let's just put Selium up in S just to get I him mean, out of yeah, here. There, there's no debate there. He's uh, arguably the top player in S so far this year. Uh, my friends and I were talking about the major. Feels like he literally can't go negative on a map. Uh, even if you see him like randomly minus eight or something, he always finds a way to get back to even. Like the dude is so unkillable. He's like the hardest kill on the map. Uh, his skill level is unbelievable. His decisions are great. Uh, he's great in every game mode. There's no weakness. Uh, yeah, he is the like pretty much typical uh, or stereotypical S player right now. He's maybe number one. Uh, there's no doubt there. You want to throw his buddy up there too, Dashy? Yeah, I think Dashy's another. You can't really make an argument that Dashy's not an S tier player, so might as well just get him up there. Yeah, I mean those two, I feel like are the absolute no doubters uh, right now. Dashy's an MVP of an event, uh, and Sparks the other MVP. But uh, I think we all know that Selium is the best player on Phase right now. Uh, sometimes you can debate who it is between you know the Tiny Terrors and him, but right now it's Selium. So we'll get those two up there. Uh, let's head over. Hmm. Let's get another Gorillas player out of the way because we actually, if you if you noticed, we have 49 spots in this tier list. We included both Gunless and Spark because technically we don't know who's still going to be starting when it comes to Major 3. Uh, you'd think it's got to be Spark, but with Gunless's situation, you never know. They might bring him back. Uh, he might find himself in another roster, so it was hard. So forgot to mention that, but we have both of them in here. Uh, let's actually go to Spark because I feel like he's a very interesting debate because recency bias will tell you he's an S-tier player because he just won an MVP. Uh, but I'm not ready to throw him up there, but I do feel like he's a very, very good player. It's kind of wild to see because he was like in the D and F tier every time in Modern Warfare when he was playing because he was honestly pretty bad uh, in that game and his situation was pretty bad. I think it may have been more of a uh, product of where he was than maybe the type of player he is, but man, Spart's a hard one to rank because we've seen so little uh, so little from him in terms of time played, but where do you where do you think we have to put him? I mean, this is a total unicorn pick here because he only has one LAN. And he was the MVP. Of. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, you have to also take into account like number of maps played when if you're looking at statistics and like. So obviously, he's going to be diluted out more than like players that went one and done, but had like a really good S and D or something. Uh, and are we saying the Volk is GA'd now? I believe it's supposed to be. It's it's G eight in Europe. That's all I know. Um, yeah, and they were talking about like Slasher was going to fight to keep it in, but it sounds like it's yeah. getting G eight. Um, and you know you you have to factor in that like how much do you attribute the Volk to you know Spart just having a a really really good tournament? Um, I feel like you you really can't. I mean, if we're taking into account stages one and two, both online and LAN, and obviously we only have one tournament like four days and in, in minneapolis to go off of for uh for spart here i feel like you gotta just say like b like yeah you know, we'll throw him in b or c right now and just and and not to throw any shade on his name i feel like we've we've lauded him like long enough here um for being you know literally the catalyst on this championship running lag team but uh when you look at everybody else, it's like, okay, like we just need to see more. And like, if they do keep Spartan, we need to see more uh, to really gauge. So I feel like just, I'm going to bail out and say that he's like a BC player right now. 
Yeah, uh, what's Norman B for now? We can move him down if we want to, but I agree. It's really tough because like it might seem like we're like really criminally underrating him if you go back and look at this like two months from now if he plays all of stage three because I think we'll both agree. He showed crazy talent and he has a potential to be a star in the CDL with the talent he showed, but it's so hard to just be like, he played four days so far in the CDL and we're going to put him in A above Arcides, above Afro, above BZ, above Illy, above these players, above Big Wake. It's so hard to like say we're going to put him above and go into the A tier. Uh, like if maybe if we were doing like placing a, a little bit of potential like future bet on this and like where we see their potential is going, maybe we bump him up more than like a BC range. But I guess I'll throw him in B for now. He might be a candidate to move down because of his situation, but that is not at all slandering Spart. I think Kyle would second that because he showed ridiculous talent. It's just so hard with his sample size to like warrant putting him ahead of all these players. Cause this is somewhat on recency bias. Like this list has a lot of like recent performances in, but uh, like you said, he has no major one data to go off of. So it's like a full recency bias, but we have to give him his respect. He at least has to be in that BC range because uh, you don't come out and win a, a tournament uh, and win an event, win an MVP being a D or F tier player. That's pretty clear. Uh, so Spart, throw him in B for now, but he is certainly a guy to watch. Uh, if he continues to be in the starting lineup for LAG, he's certainly a guy to watch uh, to potentially be on the rise in the post-major four ones. I think you'd probably agree with that. Yeah. All right. Can we, uh, let's, get a, let's get another surge guy off the board. All right. The first guy I saw when you said that was Mac. So let's talk about Mac because I think he's an AT player, an A tier yeah. player. I'm not going to fight you there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cast all my ballots for a tier for Mac here. And I feel like he's been kind of an underappreciated player overall in his entire time in the CDL. Uh, I feel like he was really gassed up when he went to New York. And then since then, we've kind of like not talked about him a lot. And I feel like he was very good again on New York in Cold War. And I think he's been Serge's best player. Uh, he almost single-handedly dragged them to that win against face. He was unreal after he came back from that sickness on the Bocage hardpoint. He's an A-tier player, so we can move on because I, I think that's a clear one. Yeah, I, and just, just to say one thing, I feel like, you know, maybe he's been underrated just because, like, Right around the time Mac was coming up, we saw the the drastic shift to online only Call of Duty, and a lot of people were just questioning whether it was replicable on LAN. Um, so yeah, that's just my argument for why people might have been like underrating I Mac's agree, yeah. performances. And I was also one of those people that was like a little skeptical, wanted to see a little more out of him, but he's completely uh, turned my thoughts on him around, and I now think he is a. I always thought he was a good player, obviously, but I now think he's a fantastic player and he has uh, exceeded my expectations for what I thought he was going to do this year already. So I hope he continues because uh, he is quickly becoming one of my favorite players to watch because I think he is an unreal talent. Uh, so shout out to Mac. He's an A tier player to me and I don't think uh, there's a chance I'm moving him out of there. Uh, all right. Where do you want to go now? We're kind uh, of starting to dig into the teams. Do you want to get uh, another S tier player off the board? We can uh just put Shotzi up there 100 percent. yep he's in there i was I mean, thinking for a second it, like do we it, have a guaranteed one and then i was like oh yeah another guy that we don't really need to talk about too much just because of how good he is i mean that's that's kind of like you know like not to say that we're underrating him but uh i feel like last week or whenever we were doing our major breakdown i was like man Shotzi's just like everywhere and nowhere on the map and you know, it's like he's yeah. he's in your face, and then he like he throws on the Harry Potter invisibility cloak, and it's like nobody can kill him. You know, 
Uh, yeah, he's he is an unreal player. I mean, like anybody that was questioning, you know, if uh, online only, you know, early on, would he be able to continue it? Uh, I am interested to see what he's like next year in a game that potentially has no sliding because like he's such a movement guy. He's going to be still insane. Like nobody's questioning that, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, he's he's clearly an S tier player. There's there's no debate there. Uh, I feel like maybe with the next three guys we get an S tier who end up being up there, there might be a more of a debate unless I'm missing somebody that's a clear S tier player. But like these three are the three that it's like there is no debate. Everybody should have them in their S tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Selium, Dashi, and Shotzi, that is. All right, Ooh. let's. I just, I, just, I just saw I just saw an interesting one. Unless you had uh, another player you wanted. To no, about. I didn't have anybody yet in mind. All right, I want to talk about Paul Lax. Okay, he's in his London Royal Ravens jersey because they didn't have an updated picture of him. Uh, yeah, I, I just that that's what caught me. I was like, wait, who's that London guy? It's like, oh, it's Paul. <laughs> he's um, he's a he's a guy that I feel like is a maybe lower than he. He's another guy that kind of like I said was Spart. I feel like he's a guy that uh, I feel like will be moving up. Maybe post major four, I think he might be higher, but I feel like it's hard to put him anything higher than B right now. Uh, but I do yeah. feel like he has that A potential at some point. He's not A now, uh, but I feel like he's in that B C range. Another guy in there. Yeah, I mean, obviously he has a smaller sample size, so a lot of his stats will be inflated. Um, you know, they'll be more concentrated just because of the, you know he's played about like less than half of the maps that other guys have. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at like, for example, uh, you know, if you just sort through all of the main like major one quality tournament and then major two quality and tournament, he's number one in hard point damage per ten. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. what? Um but yeah, I, I'm comfortable with putting him in B. Um I feel like it's another guy that we have potential to be moving up as we see New York kind of hopefully kind of have a uh, resurgence here. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, and if you actually look at his like overall KDs, his uh, hard points very good. His search and destroy is top tier and his control is absolutely bottom tier. Uh, he actually is like one of the worst uh, control KDs out there for overall. Uh, so that's kind of weird to see. I'm sure he'll pick that up, but um Kind of weird to see if he was able to boost that. His overall KD would be pretty ridiculous and up there towards the top. But uh, yeah, we know but what I mean, Paul X also, brings to the table. He's he's played like less than half the maps of some. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Too, so hopefully he'll you know bring it together. So and also it's all big thing to say is I know we don't want to like weigh team success as like the only thing, but like New York goes from quite literally like worse than Paris to actually a respectable team that. Uh, we expect to find their way into winner's bracket maybe for the rest of the year. So like that also makes a difference that they did a one for one swap and instantly became uh, a much more competitive team and instantly won like four or five hard points in a row. Uh, that speaks to the caliber of player Paul X is so B tier for sure. I think he's a guy that uh, if I was to put like a list of guys to keep my eye on, I feel like he's a potential mover to move either towards the top half of the B tier or potentially move into that A tier later in the year, uh, depending on New York and the way that their team rolls. All right, we still got uh, three ultra players. I want to get one of them on the board because they're an interesting scenario. There are a lot of guys that were A and S tier players last year, but I don't know if any of them are going to touch A now. Uh, let's go with Cammy. Let's break my heart a little bit because we know Cammy and Kenny are two of my favorite players, but both have had down years uh, up to this point, especially Cammy. I mean, coming into this year, I think everybody agreed that he was a potential MVP candidate. We thought ultra were going to be great. We think Cammy is a potential top five player in the world. And, he simply just flat out hasn't been that. Uh, 
is he potentially a C-tier player this year? I think, you know, right now you probably have to say if if we're putting Bance in C, we kind of have to put Cami in C. Yes, um, like just pure raw numbers-wise, Cami's stats look a little better, but he hasn't been significantly yeah. better than Bance. Yeah, and and like you said, I mean, I don't want to put, I don't want to like denigrate him based on like what my expectations were and say, oh man, you're just so underperforming. So it's got to be C. I think you know, in a vacuum, you've got to say that you know, Ultra have just you know they've been struggling uh, recently, uh, more so than you know at the beginning of the game they were kind of like iffy, and then they made it to Sunday on only winning. S and D's and control. Yeah, uh, wild. And, you know, that was kind of a unicorn too. And then and then they also I mean they they won the kickoff and everybody's like, oh man, Ultra is just so back, you know. Uh you know, so they definitely had a lot of hype and stuff. Uh so yeah, I, I'm I'm comfortable with C tier for Cammy here. I mean, yeah, if we were doing expectations compared to what the reality is now, he would have been like one of the biggest differences. Uh because I mean I fully expected to see Cammy in every S tier going into this year before we saw any gameplay, but Something's just off. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm hearing on some podcasts, they're talking about bench cami, drop cami, which to me is absolutely absurd. Uh, I think when you've got a guy that you know is top five potential, you hang on to that for dear life until it's absolutely clear that you can't anymore and he's not that player, which uh, I think anybody calling for cami to be dropped is a wild take, uh, which I've heard it. So that is a wild take if you're calling for cami to get dropped. I feel like right now he is a C tier player, but. Wouldn't be surprised if at some point we see Ultra pick it up and we see Cammy back in that A tier. But for now, I agree with you. He's a C tier player, which pains me uh, because kind of like you with Attach, everybody knows how much I'm a big Cammy fan. So he's a C tier player. Unfortunately, uh, I'm a big fan of his. Where are we going now, Kyle? You pick this time. Let's get another Thieves guy out of here. What are we going with? Draza or Envoy? I see him right next to each other. I'm going to go with uh, Envoy. Okay, the best player on Thieves, I would say, this year. Yeah, uh, I would say so, too. I feel like he's a, a teetering A-B player because he's been their best player pretty clearly, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say uh, I'm comfortable with him in B-tier right now. Um, more towards the top of B-tier. Um, I'd agree. You know, you would say, you know, he definitely has the potential to, you know, be the top of A-tier, maybe even flirting with S tier if their team was At doing times better. In CDL, and, he's been an then, S tier player. Yeah, and then thus, you know, if if his team was doing better, he would be doing better too. So um yeah, I, I really like what I've seen out of him this, thus far, given, you know, the parody of their struggles um from stage one to stage two. Uh just kind of parsing his stats here. I mean he's kinda I mean he, he he's gonna fit right into B tier on most st- statistical categories. Um so I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with that. He's sitting just below uh a one. He's at a point nine eight overall uh throughout the year. Um so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, do you have anything else on Envoy here? No, I don't think so. I, I think it's pretty clear to me that he's a B tier player, like you said, towards the top half. Uh and I've always been a guy that's been a little more critical of Envoy when people were always gassing him up when he was on Huntsman and Optic. I've been a little more critical of him because I don't necessarily always like the way he plays on the map. Uh, he seems to make a lot of individual plays, uh, like hitting routes and stuff, and sometimes I feel like he hits too many routes. Uh, and, but sometimes, you know, 
there's a trade off that sometimes his routes absolutely win them games. And sometimes I feel like they're just a little bit too creative at times, but I definitely feel like he's been clearly their best player. So I feel like that earns him the top of B because at times he's been a star this year. So, uh, we're throwing him in the top of B, uh, man, trying to look around the players. Let, let's head back over, uh, to the Minnesota camp. We've got three players left. Uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about major maniac. Cause he's in a really weird spot in my opinion, because I feel like at times you could argue he's been their best player at certain points, especially really early on in the game. I feel like you can argue he's been their best player, but then when we talk about roster changes, everybody kind of feels the same that Standy and attach are pretty undroppable because Standy's your young gun uh, attach is kind of the face of your franchise. So it always comes down to the debate of major maniac and Priesta when people are talking about these recent roster changes. And you know, a lot of people say Priesta, but I feel like a lot of people are saying major maniac uh, as well. And it just like, it feels so odd because I feel like he's been really good. So he's just in a weird position. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his you're, I'm looking through his stats page right now and it's like, he's not going to jump off the page at you in any of these categories to say that he's like, you know, it really comes down to like the eye test, and I know that's like a really weird, like, you know, it's a it's a metric that's different for everybody. There's no like clear set thing. I would say, I mean, we're looking right now on Rocker's performance. I'm looking at like right down there with like your TJ Bantz Cami area. I agree. Um, I'm on full. Uh, we can throw him in seats here. I'm I'm full yeah, on board with that. Yeah. I agree. I, I just think he's like such an odd player because he's in that same boat as attached. It's like, man, but when the moment gets big, there's almost no player you trust more. Right. Uh, I mean, and, he has and, that intangible and, on his side. And, and like we've said, this team is so icy that it's like they're almost begging to be down like, oh, two in a series and then like rattle off two maps. Yeah. Or like, something, you know, it doesn't matter how bad they're performing in a stage. If you see them in a map five, you're not feeling good about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this team is, is got the ability to ice up at any time. Uh, Let's throw him in C tier. We'll keep him there. I feel like that's a yeah. good spot for him. Um, all right, look, I, I I got a guy. Okay, hit uh, me with I want to. I mean, and this is the guy that you were very. Uh, you're buying all of the stock on this guy, and and that's slasher. Oh, I mean, everybody knows how big of a slasher fan I am. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm interested to hear your uh, your take on it. I'll let I'll let you go first here. I think. First of all, what Slasher did this weekend, uh, I guess I say this weekend, but it was already uh, last week. I feel like what he did in this past major was a testament to how much he's grown as a player. Uh, I think through his tweets and everything we've always seen in the past from Slasher, we know, uh, first of all, he's a very smart dude. Uh, In-game, out-of-game, we know that. He's a very talented player. And I feel like his one issue that he's always had is sometimes he lacks a little composure when it comes to uh, when the moment gets tough, I feel like sometimes we see Slasher kind of lose full or, you know, get angry at his teammates or maybe place the blame on other people. And I feel like this weekend, like old Slasher would have been like, this situation sucks. And he would have just like checked himself out mentally and he wouldn't have performed that well. And his team would have bowed out early uh, in like a top eight or something, uh, even a top 12, like they could have potentially done because they were in losers round one after losing that first match against Boston. Uh, but I feel like Slasher's growth as a player, we've really seen him step up and kind of. He's always been a leader, but being more of a level-headed leader this past weekend, I think he might have turned a page. Uh, and I feel like that intangible is something that's big. I feel like his uh, gameplay has been extremely good uh, as of recent, especially um, 
finishing up here at major two on the year. He's sitting at a 1.05, uh, which is pretty good. Cause like you said, many hours this year are struggling a little more that puts him in terms of many hours behind only dashy, uh, methods, Dave Patty, and that's it. He's the fourth highest KD. He actually has a higher KD on the year than zero. Um, I feel like he's at least a B tier player. There's zero chance of putting him below B. Uh, I think you can make an argument for him in A, but that also could be a lot of recency bias coming in because I think he has a teammate that could also be an A uh, still to come. So I feel like he's top of B, bottom of A, in my opinion. Yeah, I was. You were on the same wavelength here. I was going to say like throw him right at the like right up uh, right up at the top of the B tier. Like you know, I'm throwing him at number one in the B tier. Right yeah. Now. So yeah. So I I I'm not going to argue any bit of that because that's exactly what I think. Um. And all the points you made were so good about him kind of finding some like water level this year, like with uh, whether he, you know, he checks out or something because they bring in a substitute for a, a major LAN or something. Uh, and, you know, instead he uses like that energy and like they're, you know, they rattle off one, you know, they get down to losers and then, you know, that would have been such a easy time for him to just like check out. And he's like, okay, I'm been just, easy I'm for anybody to quit at that point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, just based on like the, the slasher that we've kind of seen over the last few years, like, you know, with, with the, with mostly the, the downs that he's been on, you know, um, he hasn't really seen too much success over the last few years. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I like slasher and B tier. Yeah. I mean, and he's, he's been a very steady player. Uh, I think we got to talk about him in the ice conversation as well. We just praised Major Miniac and Attach. I mean, he's got two of the greatest losers bracket runs, three of the greatest losers bracket runs of all time, and uh, he never shies away in the big moment. He was great in the grand finals. I believe he was the second highest KD on their team behind Hook in the grand finals, like a 1.17, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, I mean, Slasher, guy is super clutch. He's been super good this year, and I feel like he's only going to continue to improve if LAG can keep up this uh, run and continue to be maybe a top six team. Where are we going now? What team are we heading to? Uh, uh, I saw John. Oh, we're gonna go back towards the bottom. Yeah, he's I mean, got to be. Yeah, he's got to be D or F tier. Uh, it pains me because I feel like the Paris guys are kind of the default guys that get thrown towards the F tier. Uh, I have a hot take for somebody. I guess since we're doing three in F tier, that I feel should be here. I think maybe based on the fact that we're forcing ourselves to put three guys in the F tier, John might have to be in there, but he's clearly been better than jimbo to me and yeah i i mean and john you know he's had really good control um he's had good control and good search yeah and you know he's you know at at times he's shown that he's you know able to kind of like reincarnate himself a little bit uh in the respawns and stuff um i don't know i mean but like you said, it's D or F and you really can't yeah. escape it. It's not like we can talk ourselves into putting him in like B or C tier or something. No, like it's definitely got to be down there. So um, I'm fine with he's, F here. I mean, we got to fill out the F. Uh, with he's at least teetering one more. in my opinion, but I don't know. I, I'm just looking at some of the players in terms of KD. Like he is, he's ahead of a guy like Jimbo. He's ahead of a guy like Vivid, like Bance, like Priesta. Uh, Octane, Nero, Draza, Kleenex, uh, and then he's tied with Krim, Kenny, TJ. So I feel like he is more teetering than you might think because he he does have a better KD than uh, guys that we have above him. Uh, like probably like an Octane, like we might have above him, like a Draza, a Kleenex, 
uh, a Priesta, a Bance, a Vivid. So like there are some players that we would probably view as C or B tier players are better that he does have a better KD than uh, team performance hasn't been great. I don't know that that's necessarily on him, but yeah, I feel like he's a teetering player. Uh, but like you said, we have to get three guys down there. So I feel like it might have to be him, but uh, he's another guy that I don't really think has been as bad as maybe an F tier shows. Uh, Cause I do think he's been actually decent. So we'll throw him an F. He might be a guy that I might want to swap with somebody when we see how the final tier list shakes out. Uh, let's go back to Boston. We still have three players on the board for Boston. Where do you want to go? You want to go with one of their more debatable players or actually let's go with Nero because I think we need somebody in the D tier. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. I'm putting him in there and I'll, I'll hear an argument from you. If you think he goes somewhere else. No, I mean, at the very beginning in stage one, I felt like, uh, you know, we, we were, we could probably make a better argument for him being higher. Um, but yeah, I mean, recent recently, uh, you know, you you could we can have a debate about Boston and on a different podcast as a as a as a entire team, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nero's probably got to be C or D. Uh, probably the worst player on their team right now. Uh, he is the worst player on their team. But but it's probably between him and TJ on a lower fifty percent. And yeah, you have methods or cap on the upper. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'm I'm not gonna fight. I mean, there there were a, there was a time where I was like, oh man, Nero like might be their best player. Like before methods, yeah, I mean, before methods took off on a rocket ship. Um, and in comparison to like a guy like John that we just ranked, he's point uh, one two lower in control, point one four lower in search, and only point oh five higher in hard point. Like KD wise, he's uh, worse than John. We just through an F tier. And I feel like for that reason, we at least got to throw him in D. And I, I also feel like uh, his team is consistently getting out slay, which is the reason they can't get towards the top. Uh, and I feel like he's a big contributing factor to that because methods and cap are slaying just fine. Uh, TJ is also slaying at a little higher level than Nero is. I just feel like Nero is a, a player that flashes, but he's just way too inconsistent. Uh, and I do feel like when I look at the guys in C, uh, I have more faith in a Krim, in a Cami, in a Kenny, uh, a Bance than I do when I see Nero. I feel like he is a little bit uh, below them. And I have an extremely hot take that I messaged you about Boston. So uh, we'll keep that in the DMs for now. If it ever ends up happening before I get to speak about it, we'll post some screenshots of it. But I think it's going to happen and I think it'll improve Boston. Uh, but we'll save that for maybe next week's pod or something. I don't want to reveal my secrets too much. All right. Let's move on to a guy that I think uh, is maybe S tier debate. Hydra. Yeah, it is a. It, I mean, we have. I think it's a clear A minimum. Yeah, we've got three guys in the S tier right now. I'm trying to look through the rest of the list. I. I've got to kind of give it to him at this point. Um, it's it's got to be A, like top of A at least. Um, yeah, he's absolutely minimum A. Is. I don't. I don't want to like rattle off names because we're on we're on one player. I don't want to like rattle off who we should have an S uh, as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got three spots left in S. Um, I'm comfortable giving it to giving one of them to Hydra. I, I feel like that's definitely deserved based on you know the team that he's been playing on and just like his pure mat presence. Um, yeah, so. 
I don't know. You have anything else on Hydra? I think worth noting is every single KD in every specific game mode has seen an uptick in stage two. So as his team actually got improved and actually started playing better on the map, his KDs also went up. Uh, and he was like the highest in every category for his team before that. So I feel like he was hard carrying his team while they sucked. And now as they've gotten better, he's still clearly their best player. Uh, I'd, I mean, you're good with putting him at the bottom of S right now because I feel like he's definitely up there. And like he is a guy that we can teeter and maybe switch out with people. But I, I feel like he's he's top A, bottom S. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. All right, we'll get him an S tier. Uh, he's just unbelievable to watch. His talent levels off the charts. Uh, well, let's have you pick a player, go somewhere. We've got a lot of D and F tier players to fill out. I don't know how many are uh, left out here on the board. Uh, let's get one of the Raven. Let's get another Ravens guy off. I feel like this is your wheelhouse here. Um, let's get nasty. When I look let's... at nasty, that's a that's a clear middle BC to me again. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely probably been the the, the weakest Raven. Mm-hmm. He's um, another guy that's shown flashes, but overall has been a little inconsistent. Uh, yeah, in my opinion. I just look at him and Gizmo and like, I mean, Gizmo and major two is that they're both at a point nine, nine, uh, nasty has been a little more consistent across the board. Gizmo is like pretty high hard point. KD is kind of carrying his overall KD. Uh, when you sort overall by everything, nasty still stays at a point nine, nine, uh, overall does he? Yeah. He still sits at, uh, a 0.99 overall when you sort by everything so it doesn't change at all and then gizmo goes up to a 1.0 uh i think it's wild though that gizmo's at a 1.0 and in major one total he was something like at like a 1.15 or something like that where is he here yeah he was pretty crazy when you include his uh like actual major one land he goes down a lot but i don't know i think the gizmo nasty debate we should maybe do them both now it's kind of tough because i feel like one has to be B one has to be C, but I don't really know where to put them. I don't know which one I think is higher right now. I'm gonna go Gizmo higher just based on what we've seen out of him so far. So if you want to put Gizmo in like B and then Nasty and C, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That that also puts us at what is that three six nine? That puts us at twelve players in B already. I think some people might be getting lowered. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously the B and C are always going to have the probably the most fluctuation. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, just based on like where people parse out at the end, but uh, yes, yeah, so I'm on my end. I'm moving these guys here. Yeah, um, I got Gizmo and B and Nasty and C. All right, uh, let's uh, let's fill out our bottom tiers a little more. Uh, I think this guy is a clear D tier player. Maybe you disagree. Uh, I could say he's teetering maybe, but I feel like there's one guy I want to put below him potentially, and that's Vivid. I think Vivid is a D-tier player. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> it pains me because uh, I do think Vivid has talent, but this year he has not been good. Yeah. Uh, he's sitting I at mean, a, yeah. a .91 overall. He's right, I believe right. he might have the lowest search KD in the league for players that are actually still, like besides Neptune, who sat out a little bit, uh, you know, royalty who barely played fellow who barely played, uh, apart from like those guys that have barely played, he's the lowest KD in the league in search. Cammy's the only other guy that's lower than him. As I scroll through here, 
Uh, Mac is about the same as him. Like he's he's been pretty awful overall. He picked it up in major two, so he's maybe on the out. But I just we have to get six guys in D tier, yeah. and I feel yeah, like he's got to yeah, be down there. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking briefly through mine. I was like, oh man, he's really down there, down there. So, um, yeah, I mean. This is where you kind of have to separate church and state. Like you have to separate the team performance from <laughs> the individual performance, you know. Um, and you know, recency bias would tell us that Florida has a really good team. Um, you know, you can always make that argument that Vivid's not getting the support that he needs. You know, based on how many ARs they're running and they're not playing the maps the correct way. Um, but you know, that's the debate about Florida in general. But Vivid, yeah, he's got to be a D tier, right? Like, yeah, has to. Man, it feels right, weird because right. we know the talent level he has, but we got to do it. All right, we're talking about D tier. Um, do we have the Priesta discussion? God, another wild one. Uh, I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought? I mean, you know, like Priesta really hasn't been a standout player since his Hundred Thieves BO4 days. I mean, yeah, that's fair. He's been like solid, but never really stand out yeah. since then. And, and I've heard the discussion a lot, like after major two, it's like a lot of people are saying like, you know, maybe he just needs to change the scenery and, you know, everybody can kind of grow from it. Like, you know, you divorce your wife, you divorce your ex-wife and like everybody's happier because of it or something. <laughs> um, I mean, a, a kind of a weird example, but like we've seen in the past where players, you know, change their locale or they change their scenery and it's like maybe you know we can always go back and you know we can always reminisce about the good old days of major five in cold war and the and the crazy reverse sweep in the grand final but like that only goes so far like we can only be like wrapped up in the past for so long like like i mean another analogy just because i like priest so much it's like you know the the the, the detroit pistons like they, they trot out the 04 team like every year for another ceremony and it's like when will we when will we like get over our past you know championships and like really focus on like the here and now you know like mm-hmm. we keep trotting out like you know the old timers and like the, the glory days and stuff but I think if we got to get six guys in D tier priest has got to be there. Right. Yeah. It's weird to say, but I think, I think it's true though. I think what you say is true. I think he's a, he's a A B tier player trapped on just maybe a bad situation. He just needs to change the scenery. Uh, Maybe the current situation is making him a D tier player. It's just an awkward uh, role fit for him. It seems like both him and attached, especially in this game seem to be more naturally flexes uh, and they're on the same team. Uh, Standy hasn't been nearly as good as we saw him last year, which I feel like unlocked their team a little bit when they had a true superstar. Uh, now this year, it doesn't really seem like they have a true superstar, which we know in a lot of Call of Duty, and especially in a Call of Duty like this year, where it's so engagement heavy, so run, 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 maybe not as much strategy to it because uh, of the way the, the game works. Uh, you kind of need those superstar players, and it just feels like all these players in this team are good players. Uh, but right now, with the, with the way Standy's playing, none of them are superstars. So... Yeah, I just feel like Priesta and D tier makes sense with uh, the way that we have our standards or we have to have players in the right places. And uh, I, I fully agree with you, though. A change of scenery for Priesta, I think he could be right back up into that B, B tier, A tier discussion. But right now, he just he just hasn't been uh, the normal Priesta we're used to. So I feel like D tier does work for him. Uh, but it is wild to say, for sure. Man, we've got, we've got a lot of players in this list still left that I feel like are pretty high up there in, uh, in the 
A tier discussion. Let's pick out a guy you think is in that AS discussion. Uh, let's address the the sib question. Okay, I thought you were gonna say simp. Uh, no, 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 no. I, yeah, because I, I'm looking at the list and I, I still have uh, you know, Pred and Sib are separated by a one Seth Abner. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll get one of the surge guys off the board here. Uh, or another one of our surge guys, and I feel like Sib is just so like he's polarizing in his. Both of the surge rookies are tough to talk about because, like, at times they've looked like they are clear rookie of the year candidates and like top tier players. Yeah, and at times they've looked horrible too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm interested. I'm interested to hear. Uh, I don't know. I mean, to me, Sib. I mean, he's got the numbers to be a B tier. Um, definitely hmm. a B tier in my mind. Uh, if you're just looking at pure numbers, um, his slaying is pretty decent. One point oh four on the year. Uh, he's a menace and hard point on the year as well. Uh, I don't know. It's just I feel like at times we've seen him just kind of disappear. Um, for sure. So that might lead lead me to put him towards the end of B tier, maybe the top of C tier. Um, I th- just because I, 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 we... I know we're I know we're running up on our B tier limit. Um, so maybe B tier and we flex somebody else down to C tier, or or we eventually flex somebody down to C tier. I'm not sure what. what I think we put think? him in. I think we put him in B for now. I will say though, like. There are definitely some guys I feel confident in having him in, uh, like behind in B tier. I'm gonna throw him B tier for now, but like, I feel like you know we we did talk about like the Spart situation. He's a potential flex down to C because he's he's tough to rank. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with the recent performances. I think Gizmo is a potential flex down to C. Uh, I even think there's a world where Paul is a potential flex down because of the lack of games we've seen him play. But I think I do think Paul's very very good. Uh, I think we throw. They've been there for now, but like when we talk Pred, I feel like Pred is almost a B tier caliber player as well. And it's very hard for me to justify having every surge player in B or higher when their record is really not that great. Uh, so maybe like we need to talk about a Pred in C or dropping accuracy down. Uh, I feel like maybe dropping Spart down and throwing Pred in B for now is maybe the move until maybe we have to address moving a surge player down. Are you good with that? Yeah, that's fine with me. Drop Spart to C, add Pred and Sib both to be in look at potentially dropping them because that puts us yeah. uh, at 13, our 13 out of 13 players in B right now. So, if, we, if, we, if we drop down Spart, right? Yeah, we drop down Spart yeah. and uh, yeah. put Pred okay. and Sib in there. That puts us at 13. That sounds good to me. All right. Let's talk about an S and A debate. Let's talk about Simp. Uh, you know, we've, we've put four players in the S tier and Simp is in there already. That's wild. Uh, Putting him in at like the fourth or fifth player in the S tier is like the lowest he's ever been. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. If we do that, I still feel like when looking at the players that are left on the board and then looking at the players in A, I still feel like he belongs in the S tier, in my opinion. Because uh, I think he's at least at Hydra's level this year. I, I think he's clearly below Selium, Dashi, Shotzi right now. But when looking at the players left, I, I pretty strongly feel actually that simp is still in the s tier yeah i i think 
you know, I, I maybe wanted to stand a little bit harder for like a like a Dave Patey or a Methods or somebody to like, you know, shock the world and get like maybe their one S tier of their lifetime or something. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Simp's got to take that fifth spot right now. Um, and like, I think he's above Hydra. I think he's right after. Shock I actually Dave. put him there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So perfect. Um, I mean. Uh, like I feel like the S guys were like, yeah, yeah, they're S, and we don't really need to talk about them uh, too hard, heavily. But you know, Simp's just like, I don't know, he's he's like, like if Slasher's not Thanos, then Simp is Thanos. You know, like, he, <laughs> like I mean, he's like kind of an inevitable on the map. Like he'll always get his. You know, um, I don't know. Yep. What else? He's always in the grand final. <laughs> yeah. What else can you say about him? I mean, I, he's another guy that we talk about movers. Uh, it's wild to say a guy in S could be a mover, but would you be shocked at the end of Major Four if we slide him in front of Shotzi, Dashy, and sell him? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me in the in the slightest if, yeah. if he winds up being the best player in the second half, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think with the players we have left, since there's no clear, clear, absolutely has to be an S tier besides those top three, I think it's got to be Sims. So I slid him in there. We got one more spot in S left. We still have four left in A. Uh, we talk about moving guys down from B. There's a potential that we can move guys up uh, if we don't see fit. But I want to talk about a guy that I do feel belongs in A, and then we can maybe move to more of our bottom. Uh, and that's Scump. Yeah, I was I was uh, going to say, you know, obviously Optic diehards aren't going to get their Optic uh, Optic Scumpy in S tier, but I think he's a very, very solid A tier player right now. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much else to to go on for for scump here just like he he fits the eye test he fits the statistics test as well um Mm -hmm. what else do you think uh i i I don't know it's just like scump has just been so consistently good this year and like wow scump's been consistently good like bold take but like he's always consistently good uh i actually do think he has room to grow from here because like when i look at his stats uh, overall in the year, he's at a 1.16 in control, which is uh, like Emily. insanely good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's just unbelievable. To, just, just to show how good Optic is in control. Yeah, and then even in Hardpoint, he's he's running a sub, like playing a tougher role. He's got a 1.04. That's very good. And we got to remember, he's the oldest sub in the league. Like that's no easy feat to do because we know what the sub role, how uh, like heavy and intense it is. And he's also at a 0.87 in search, which is very odd because like, in the past couple titles, especially we've seen Scump's search seem to improve every year. And he's been like a top search KD. So I feel like when I say he has room to grow, I feel like that's where he has that room to grow. Cause I mean, for God's sakes, he's been doing it for 12 years. It's Scump. We know how his uh, respawn is going to be. He's always going to be around a one to a 1.1. Like he's always going to drop good numbers. Uh, Cause it's Scump. It's what he does. But recently his search has been so good. And now this year it hasn't been as good. Uh, and that might be because Dashi and Illy and even Shotzi are all so good that there aren't as many kills and openings for him to take. But I feel like he's going to improve in search. And uh, I feel like he's going to be a guy that we're going to see as a mainstay in the A tier all year. Which is, I mean, also wild to, uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, but wild to think uh, after this many years, he's still in that A tier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's... In the role uh, he plays. Yeah, I mean, he's... You know, I, I guess to me, he's like proving that he's not just like a, a personality placeholder guy. Like he's actually like been contributing to oh, 100%. success. Um, because you know, like I, I started watching in uh, in Modern Warfare, and it was like, oh man, Scumpy. You know, oh like we gotta, you know, he's he's obviously in there for content, and like you know, Optic was kind of like, oh, 
so-so in Modern Warfare. And then, uh, you know, last year we saw him kind of turn up towards the end of the game, uh, especially. Um, and then this year, I mean, he's obviously uh, been a menace and a force on the map in all all games. He's also always a big-time player. He steps up in big moments. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Which and is a big part of being a top player. Especially running in... Uh, in that SMG role too, just uh, really impressed mm-hmm. with uh, his performances on the year. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with him in A tier. You want to go to the bottom? Uh, do you want a hot take uh, to fill out F tier? I don't know if it's hot to you or not. I'm ready for it. I, I'm I'm looking at it. I'm looking. I'm listening. It's Neptune. Ooh. I think he fills out the F tier in my opinion because when I look at all the players left. Uh, I think there's only one player that we haven't ranked uh, that is his competition for F tier. And when you look at Neptune, he's been a little better as of late as their team improves. But like overall in the year, uh, I mean, his stats look pretty bad. He's at a 0.95 uh, when you look at overall uh, and 1.01, 0.93, It's been a lot better in Major 2, but man, was it bad in Major 1. Uh, he was like, actually horrendous 0.77 in hardpoint 0.57 in snd 0.81 in control i still don't know that he is on the roster come the start of major three i could see a world where if roster shakeups happen and new york is looking for somebody they potentially pick up another sub to match with uh hydra because i don't know if they're necessarily fully sold on him uh just because like i I don't know they were so ready to drop him before that it's hard to believe that like after a couple good qualifying matches against the bottom three teams that are ready to go with him uh i'm ready to put him as a top player in f tier just because we we got to get a third guy down there yeah i guess that's fair uh i mean we did see him kind of like have a couple good plays in uh in this last major and stuff um but i don't know can you really erase like the beginning of the year and uh and he's another potential mover. If New York continues to improve, he could move up into that D, into that C tier. I, I definitely yeah. do think he... Yeah, I mean, all these three in the bottom here, I feel like he has the highest move-up potential. Yeah, if they if they decide to keep their one move, you know, if they decide to just stand pat with having Paul X and then Krim and Hydra uh, and Neptune on the squad, then maybe he's moving up, or you would think that he's moving up. But, uh, but also, if he gets dropped, do you see him getting another team? Probably not this year. Yeah, it, like it, it, it actually will probably wait. Even. Yeah. So, all right, where where are we going now? I picked one. You pick one. Uh let's talk about the other half of the LAG roster debate. Uh, with let's talk about Pierce. Man, such a weird situation. Uh, extra weird because they won the event, but also what makes it weirder is Gomez has been really good this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like in my opinion, I think with the way Gunless has played this year, obviously you don't have as much recent stuff on him because it seems like he played so long ago, but it really hasn't been because like, I mean, he just played like right before major two. He just missed the one weekend, but overall in the year, he's sitting on a 1.06. He's positive in every game mode. Uh, he's been very good in every single mode. Uh, in terms of LAG, he's a number one KD on their team. Uh, I pretty strongly believe that he's in the B tier. And I think we might have to knock somebody out. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, I mean, you can't have him lower than B tier for sure. No way. I was going to give it... People want to... 
Like, yeah. I feel like people want to drop him so much lower because, like, it's like, oh my god, Spart won an event with the team, and like they got better without him. But like, Gunless has been really yeah. good this year. I mean, I'm looking at a guy like in a maybe attacher accuracy to go down. Um, yeah, I I was looking at accuracy and Gizmo. So if we're both looking at accuracy, I feel like we dropped yeah. him. Yeah, okay. That sounds good to me. Because I, I feel like it's not going to be our first, our, our last time having a B, a B downgrade or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, Pierce, B tier, accuracy, go to C. And he feels like the forgotten guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I move accuracy down, put uh, Pierce Gunless in B tier. Oh, man. Uh, we still have one spot available in S, uh, three in A. Do you want to have a debate on a guy like Hook? I feel like he's he's not S tier because he wasn't great before Major 2. But I do feel like he's A tier because of how great he actually was at the major. Yeah, I mean that's pure recency bias because I mean he's sitting on a 1.0 overall on the year, and then the rest of his like stats over both majors would lead us to say that he's probably like a more of a B tier player, I guess. Um, but I mean, just based on him turning up on you know, that championship Sunday and really the whole tournament. Uh, uh, I'm and looking at who we have left and we, we've got uh, three spots left in the A tier to fill out by my calculations. I'm, I'm, I think who can A is fine with me just because I, I feel like we have enough room left to go. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's definitely predicated on a lot of recency bias. Yeah, do you? I mean, I'm okay with putting him in B and sliding down somebody. No, no, uh, because there's a lot of recency bias. You're 100% right. I mean, unless you want to kick something, because I'm looking at who we have left to put into A tier. I'm seeing at least. I'm seeing at least three, two from my quick look. Two or three. Um. So yeah, I mean, let's let's put him in A right now, and I mean, we can just have more debates as we get closer to the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's go to one of your favorite players. Let's go to Octane. Oh, God. LaRue. What are we going to do? Uh, S tier talent. He's teetering on C or D right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, clearly this isn't his game thus far. Uh, I'm struggling to even find him on my list right now. He's in a Surge uh, yeah, uniform or Surge sweatshirt. For some reason, when I looked it up, there was no good picture of him in a Thieves uniform. Yeah, he's sitting at a point nine one on the year. Uh, I don't know. At times, he's looked halfway respectable, uh, but he's, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm looking at Octane as a as a D tier player right now. I mean, he's the lowest overall main AR KD by a pretty wide margin if you don't include Clayster. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it, it's wild. Like throwing Octane in the D tier doesn't like Octane and Parisa next to each other in the D tier just like doesn't look real, does it? <laughs> well, yeah, we're pretty much like we're straight up disrespecting that hundred thieves squad from Bo Four. Yeah, I mean it's wild to see those two in the D tier is is unbelievable to me. Uh, yeah, but let's let, let's wrap up with let, let, let's fill the D tier a little more. I feel like Gravity goes in the D tier. Yeah. Yeah. 
think you can make an argument uh, to potentially like flip a Neptune or a John in his place. But I feel like he's obviously no higher than the D tier. Uh, he definitely has been like solid. He's at a 0.98, uh, almost like a one across most game modes besides uh, search. Uh, I feel like D tier is deserving because he, he definitely has been solid. And I feel like he's brought a steadiness to the main AR role for Paris that they necessarily didn't have with Fellow because, well, let's face it, Fellow wasn't really comfortable as a main AR, I don't think. Uh, but I feel like Gravity's brought a nice steady, uh, steadiness to the team. And I feel like he deserves a D tier spot. Uh, being above the F tier. Oh man. I kind of want to get another guy up in A and maybe have mm-hmm. the S tier debate later. Are you I think zero is for sure up in A. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um Yeah, I can't really argue against it. I mean he's uh I mean, considering that he's had a pretty significant career resurgence based on like he didn't even play in Cold War. Uh, yeah, my comeback player of the year prediction on him seems like a, a very good one right now. Yeah, uh, and especially being at main AR and putting up the the slaying stats that he has, uh, a one point oh four. Um, I don't know what any you have anything else to say. I'm I'm pretty happy to to have a. An I eight guess. Year. I guess what I would say is uh, right now, if I were to ask you who the best player on London is, you'd probably say zero, right? As of just right now. I would say yes. Now what their potential is. But like as of right right. now, who's playing the best? It's zero. Uh, And if I would have told you before the season started that after Major 2, the best player on London would be zero, you probably would have thought it was crazy. Well, I would have thought that London was like shitting the bed or something. Yeah. And he's their best player, and they're still pretty good. Had an off weekend, but overall, they're still like third in the standings. Like they're a a good team. Yeah. Uh, Still probably a top four team. So I feel like we got to give somebody on their team some credit and get him an a since we've got two of them in b and one and c already and zero has been their most consistent and best player i feel like so he's an a uh we've got one spot left in each of them do we want to go for maybe another another bottom guy uh let's talk about draza is he a d tier player too mm, yes uh right now he is uh there were times where i was like literally needing a change of pants over draza's gameplay <laughs> um but he's just so inconsistent. Yeah, he is. He is. And um another guy where it just you know it pains me to put him there. Uh but like 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 I said with like Priesta, it's like maybe I'm not saying that this squad I, I don't think this squad is gonna change. Um I still think they have un un uh unrecognized potential. I agree, uh, and I think Draza could end up being a B tier player. Yeah, I, I think that Draza at times can have flashes of like a a tier play but it's just he has like f tier consistency so i I, think that's like that's like the wild part about this tier list is like we are putting some great players in the d tier because of how they're playing right now but like we might look back on this and if people don't realize the date on it they might think we're so stupid because uh i could see the thieves team turning up and could see octane and draza jumping right out of the d uh d tier category uh, yeah, I mean, if thieves go on, if thieves go like five and zero in their stage three qualities or something, like all their players are gonna be like B tier and up, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like this, and and that goes back to my my unrecognized ceiling phrase. It's like, man, they don't know how good they can be if they just like put it together, you know? Like, hundred percent. Like we said, like going into major one, we said that they, they were gonna win the thing. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and then, yeah, wow. That is crazy to think about. 
man, we've got we got a couple ultra players left. Should we get one of them off the board? Yeah, let's get Kleenex. Yeah, I, I feel like he's definitely the lower of the two that's on the board. I I think it's pretty clear that he's a C tier player right now. Yeah, I was gonna say C C tier or D tier. Um, just but I we we've got some C tier room to go with, so I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and say C Kleenex C tier. Yeah, we would have to move somebody up from the D tier if we were to, yeah, put Kleenex in it. So we'll we'll put him in C tier. Uh, another guy that I feel like uh, we know how good he can be. He shows he's has had flashes this year, but overall another another very inconsistent year for Toby. Like it tends to be, uh, but then this year it seems like the average is a little lower than it normally is. So that drops him to C tier because uh, he's normally like a, a B tier teetering on A tier player, but the the median has been a little lower for him this year. The average has been a little lower. Uh, all right. Looking down at it, we got two Boston players left too. Let, let's take care of Zinni. This is one of my A slash S tier debates. He is, yeah, for sure. Um, so I feel like we can have the the last S tier. We can hash that out at the very end. So you want to put him in A tier? Yeah, let's put him in A right now. That would make him the final player in A. And in my opinion, I feel like I'm going to put him right ahead. Like right now I have it as temp and then scump. I'm going to slide him in front of scump because in my opinion, I feel like from scump to Dave Patty, Asim, Mac, Zero, Hook, those are all guys that I feel very comfortable in A and I don't want to debate them moving up. But then like methods and temp, I feel like if we don't find, because I don't think any of the guys that we have left in the bottom four are S tier at all. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a debate for any of them. So I feel like between temp and methods, we can have that debate at the end of who's S tier. If you're good with that. All right. Man, who are we going with? We got four players left. We got Capsidal, Insight, Skies, and Standy. Who are we going with? Let's get my guy off the board. Uh, Let's get uh, Eli Standy off the board here. Uh, My last rocker guy. I have a pretty good idea of where I want him, but he's he's your guy, your rocker guy. Let's see where you want to put him. So, yeah, I mean, obviously he hasn't had a great year from a slang perspective. Um, he's been a very, very good S&D player, surprisingly. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the Rocker are just struggling, um, and he doesn't seem to be the, the imminent fix. I don't think any of the players are, like, the imminent fix. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that he's a C-tier player right now. Yeah. I fully agree with that. That's exactly where I put him. Throw him here in C tier. And that puts us at what is that? 369, 11 and C. Uh and I feel like we got a guy, a couple guys that are at least B tier, so we might have to do some drop in here, Kyle. Uh because I think our next three players are a minimum of B tier. Would you agree with that? I would say the lowest would probably be insight. Just, yeah. just right now. Just right now. Um but yeah, I would say Skies definitely B tier. I mean, like we said, with 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 virtually all the mutineers guys except for Vivid, like they're if you're just looking at their breaking points, you'd say like, oh my gosh, like all these guys are S tier. Like, yeah, their stats are crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, so let's let's go ahead and just like we got three guys. Uh, so Skies, we can go first, I guess. Um, just because we said I said his name. So Skies B tier. Um. So we got to make room, right? Uh. 
Can I uh, offer up a little bit of, oh man, uh, I don't know. Do you want to say, I mean, I'm going to say like, I'm looking at guys like Pred, Attach, Paul. I think we slide Paul down because of the lack of games. That's that's fair. I mean, we can kind of like asterisk that as like, dude. I 100% think that's an asterisk. Season. Yeah. I, I think that if we see Paul play uh, through stage three qualifiers, even he'll be moved right back up into that B tier. But I just feel like because of lack of sample size right now, he's a fair guy to drop down, uh, mm-hmm. giving us 12 in the C tier. I will say, like, something is sitting odd with me about having Hook in the A tier right now compared to Skies. I actually almost feel like Skies should be in the A tier instead of Hook, but I'm not opposed to keeping it the way it is just because i do feel like the hook play in a tier is so recency bias based and, and he really wasn't amazing he was good before the major but he wasn't yeah like, i mean amazing. i mean that's what, when we were talking about hook i was like yeah but i mean if you're looking at hook i mean it's yeah you gotta really predicate that on like them winning the major and hook being like the undertaker on sunday or something you know like he literally like rose out of the coffin and like rolled his eyes back in his head you know like <sighs> like the, i also like, just looked down and realized I am wearing my Florida Mutineer sweatshirt. I have a lot of CDL merch. I just realized I'm wearing a Florida Mutineer sweatshirt right now. So maybe that's a sign that I need to put skies. Let's are you good with flipping skies and hook or are you completely against it? I, I am. I'm fine with that. Just because I, I think that skies is like the, the last capstone on A. I don't think anybody else is go, moving up. Yeah, I think the only other guy would be like Slasher and Envoy would be the debate with skies. Sure, sure. But okay. I feel good yeah, with skies. L- let's do that. All right, so I'll sw- I switch hook down to B, uh, put skies into uh, A. I mean, it also just feels really weird to have two LAG players in B, two in A when they've been pretty unsuccessful besides this last event. Uh, so having hook down into B feels a little better to me. Uh, we've got Capsule and Insight left. Uh, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like these guys are both B tier. Yeah. I and I I mean for this I'll just I'll I'll stop saying like oh the the top tier of B or the top the bottom of A or whatever, um, but yeah I mean insights in 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 the B, I think he's been Ultra's best player obviously statistically, um, I don't know uh, so who are we looking at then? Uh, who do you have anybody on your short list to possibly oh. move down to C tier? To me, I'm actually looking at it, and the two guys that end up being on like the bottom of the B tier, like I didn't really intentionally do it this way, but the two guys that I have on the bottom are Gizmo and Pred, and those are the two guys I'm kind of looking to move down for Cap and Insight. That's, yeah. I mean, I was gonna, I didn't want to say anybody on London because I didn't want you to get upset. Um... I just don't like Gizmo when we talk about recently as just like he was so unbelievably good early in stage one. And then at the major, we know he had uh, like outside stuff going on. We understand yeah, that. Yeah, but then, for like, sure, for sure. He hasn't picked it up. Like, like he hasn't been bad in stage two by any means. He's been a good player, but he no, hasn't been yeah. like, like we like. Would you agree? Early stage one, we thought Gizmo was a superstar. Well, we, he was up there with Selium as like MVP candidate. Yeah, and now recently he's been like very good, but he hasn't been like superstar level. So I, I feel like dropping Gizmo to C, and I feel like Pred is a guy that hasn't figured out his pacing. I feel like we drop both them. Uh, the only weird situation we get to is right now we have three, six, nine, twelve. We do have thirteen in B tier, uh, and we have 
nine with three, six, nine, twelve in C tier. So we're gonna do a little weird situation. We drop them both down. We have too many in C tier. Uh, Did we mess up on our map? We might have actually. Oh no, we. Because oh no, we have the we have the S tier debate still. Right. We have to move yeah, somebody yeah. up into S. From A tier though. Yeah, and then we have to move. Oh, so we might have to move Hook back up. Oh yeah, yeah that's we, where we that's only... where the. Yeah. That's where we messed yeah, yeah. up. Right. Uh, okay. So I'm we'll slide these guys screen, in, and then yeah, we'll move yeah. our S. Yeah. Okay. So let I'll I'll let you get that all sorted out, and then we can talk about debate for the S tier, right? Yeah. So I move Gizmo and Pred down. I'll slide Cap and Insight into the B tier, and then we are looking at uh we are looking at three, six, nine, twelve, fourteen in the C tier. Um. 13 in the B tier. So yeah, it's just a matter of move a guy up to A, or a guy up to S, guy up to A, guy up to B, and then we'll be good. So it's the temp methods debate to start. Uh, one of them has to move to S, because unless I'm, unless you think that it's Skump, Dave, Patty, Asim, Mac, Zero Skies are in the debate. Uh, which I don't think so. I don't, I think it's probably between I mean... Like I said, I was riding hard for Dave, but I see the reasons not to put him in S. Um, I was riding hard for Mac, but his search and destroy is too bad to move him to S. Sure. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I I'll cast my vote for Zinni. Yep. Uh, just I... based on team performance, that and also just like obviously individual statistics, and you know the the, the entire debate on Boston is one for a different day. Like obviously yeah. based on like who they've played and like they've had easy runs and but you can't really fault them for that. They're just no, you can't playing and you know largely winning against teams that are in front of them. Uh, so I don't and I I just feel like you can't take a guy from like the worst team in the game and put him in S tier. Like would does that have any precedent before? Like that just seems like totally like out of left field. Yeah, uh, and I will say one thing. Stats-wise, they come up pretty even. I think Temp maybe plays a little bit harder of a role, has a worse team around him, but I will say like team success is so far on the Boston side because they actually have been like placing so much better. Uh, I do think like pure skill-wise, I feel like Donnie might be on a higher level, and I think he's doing a little bit more for his team. But at the same time, like when you look at the slaying, Zinni is absolutely dragging his team slaying. Uh, like his other players in his team are all very well below one KD and he's like ridiculous. Like I think he posted a 1.6 at the major. Uh, Zinni's been unreal. I feel like because of his uh, good form, he's been in all year and how great he's been recently. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think since we're both leading towards him, we just put him in S keep Donnie as a top player in a, uh, but shout out to Donnie for even being in the conversation with how bad of a team he really has around him. I mean, we have two of his teammates in D tier and are in F tier and his other teammates, at the bottom of D and Donnie's in the debate for S. Uh, so that just goes to show how good Donnie's really been. Um, that leaves us needing to move somebody up to A. I feel like the debate should be over since we had Hook up there. I think we just move Hook back up to A. That's fine with me. Uh, and then that leaves us needing to move one guy up from C. So that probably comes down to Pred Gizmo since those are the two guys we moved down last. Uh, I'm feeling Pred. I don't know if you agree or disagree. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess on on a consistency basis, maybe Pred. Um, but on like the the ceiling that we've seen the team, maybe Gizmo, because we just think that that team can be so good. Um, I mean, I chose up to move Hook for sure. You choose which one to move up, Gizmo or Pred. I'm good with either. Uh I'll go with. Uh, let me take a look. And then that completes uh, our I, list. I guess, I guess Pred. I guess Pred. Okay. We'll move him up then. Yeah. I believe that's six in S. Uh, eight in A. Then we've got three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen, and thirteen in B and C. And then our six in D and three in F. Uh, so if you guys are on the audio platforms, I'll run through this quick. Then we can wrap it up. Uh, we got Selium Dashi, Shotzi, Simp, Hydra, Methods in S. Uh, in A, we've got Temp, Scump. Dave Patty, uh, Asim, Mac, Zero, Skies, Hook. B is Slasher, Envoy, Afro, Arsides, Abizi, Gunless, Awakening, Attach, Capsidal, Illy, Sib, Insight, Pred, uh, in the C tier, Kenny, Cami, Gizmo, Paul, Krim, Nasty, Bance, Standy, TJ, uh, Major Maniac, Accuracy, Kleenex, and Spart. In the D tier, we've got Octane, Priesta, Draza, Vivid, Nero, Gravity, and then down in the F tier, we've got Neptune, John, and Jimbo. Uh, Kyle, any final thoughts on this tier list before we wrap it up? No, this is a good one. Uh, take a screenshot of it, and then we'll come back at the end of uh, Major 4 and really uh, see how people have moved or what expectations were. But this is a, an exercise, and my head is kind of hurting now. Hmm. <laughs> it's one of my um, favorite things to do, though. It is. It, it's it's fun. Uh, I I enjoyed kind of diving into like the stats uh, a little bit here and there, um, and you know, kind of some unexpected guys. Like we had like a like who would have ever thought methods would be in an S tier? Like, yeah. Especially I don't know. So it was fun. I uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I am very very interested. I know Kyle is as well to see what you guys think. Uh, I feel like our S tier, you at least have to agree with four of them. I think maybe five. I think that's six spots up for debate. I feel like overall, like lists are going to be pretty similar, but you're always going to have a couple guys flip from the ABC. There's going to be a lot of flips that people do in there. Uh, maybe a couple D tier flips. Always going to be differences. So comment down below, like where you guys disagree, where you really agree, like which guys are you like, you nailed that one. Which guys do you think we, we are too low on, too high on? Comment down below. We always want to have those debates. We'll both. Uh, be in the comments talking to you guys on where you rank the players because obviously nobody's gonna have the exact same tier list it's really not possible uh that's gonna do it for this one this is a long one probably around two hours long uh but this is what we wanted to do we feel like uh after major two and major four it's kind of fun to look at the players after half of the season and then after the full regular season and really dive into where we believe they are um the one after major four will be a little interesting because obviously uh, what 16 of the players seasons will be done so it'll be kind of weird to see where we place them but uh, that's going to do it for this one we really appreciate you guys watching if you're on the audio platforms and you want to kind of see how the list shakes out visually come on over check it on youtube there'll be a video form uh, if you're on youtube we really appreciate uh, all the support recently be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe uh, that's going to do it for this one we'll see you in the next one next week probably talking about maybe some roster changes that have happened uh, or recent news because it's going to be interesting we're kind of into that position where we're in a mini break with no uh, no events, no All Star Weekend either, because that got postponed. So we'll see what, what happens next week. We we'll brainstorming up uh, some ideas. If you guys have anything you want to see from us, uh, 
that's maybe something that we could do. Maybe we'll play a little fun game or something next week if there's not a lot to talk about, but we'll see what happens. Uh, That's going to do it for this one. We really appreciate you guys watching, and we will see you in the next one.